I need to have theme music. You need some theme now. music? All right. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll work on your theme music. Because every superhero needs their theme music. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? See? Yes. See? Yes. You feel me? <laughs> Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam. And it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I am Jared Dam and... Y'all, it is March 1st. I'm going to tell you, February had a lot going on for me. February had so much shit popping for me. So I am I am thankful to survive the month. Hell, I'm just thankful to survive um, the week from last week. Last week was a marathon week for me when you were recording and, and active in three podcasts. You know, sometimes when you take a, a week off to to just uh, spend time with family and and uh, you know make sure that son has a good birthday and make sure that, that your daughter's good, you you forget all the things going on with podcasting and it and it, it catches up with you the next the next week because it was recording after recording. Don't get me wrong, loved it, loved being able to record you know with with Vex and 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 a series of recordings here for. It's about damn time. Um, also, parents after midnight, and I guess starred on a podcast coming soon. More details to come on that next week. So, yo, all in all, pretty busy. Uh, and as the weekend happened, I kind of sputtered out and you know, kind of clammed up into like a little ball, and you know, just try to you know get some balance. So, I know. Um, some people miss me. Sorry. <laughs> I just, I need, I need that time. I need the escape. And, um, you know, that's, that's what I try to talk about a lot on parents after midnight, uh, new episodes of that podcast available on Wednesdays. Uh, so go ahead and subscribe. Since you subscribe to this one <laughs> and I try to talk about this throughout the time here on it's about damn time, but yeah, sometimes I don't practice what I preach. And, uh, you know, last week was, was the result of that. But you know what? We made it here. We 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 marched. We we this thing is thinking. We are uh, pushing forward. It's a lot of different things that is happening for me. Um, kind of want to get into them, but they're not all the way solidified yet. So I'm gonna hold off for at least one more week um, as I record this intro. So I hate this. I hate this phrase because they say it to me in corporate land all the time. More to come. Ugh, I hate that. But. Actually, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Um, hopefully, I can give y'all an update next week about, you know, some things that I got thinking. Um, but <clears throat> until then, um, i like to introduce my guest this week. So this week was actually my first recording of a podcast after my now infamous three-month break. And, uh, and so, Chauvin Brumfield made some time for me to in and recorded with me. So we both were, were a little nervous. Uh her because it was her first podcast. Me because it was my first podcast in months and and I was hella rusty. So even even going back listening to the editing of this podcast, you know what you know, as I was going through things, I was like, it was cringeworthy for me. But you know I'm you know I me. Mean? I'm always trying to get better. I'm always trying to push forward. And um, so I, I I do I do see there were some areas of opportunity there, but you know, you gotta have a little bit of rust, right? You gonna have a little bit of rust if you go out go on hiatus for three months. So, um, not too shabby to say the least. And uh, it was a great conversation. I'm talking to Jovan Brumfield, as I stated earlier. She is now my business coach, and um, you know, Coach Joe. That's J E A U. X, Coach Joe, getting me right and pushing me forward 
on things, trying to monetize, trying to take this whole damn empire to new heights. And so that's why I got more to come coming up next week on, on things that I got popping. But until then, we're going to get into, you know, what a business coach actually does. We're going to get into, um, you know, basically the great resignation, you know, and, and a lot of things that have been happening where people have been, you know, betting on themselves, you know, since the pandemic. And she stayed a, a little prior to the pandemic um, first starting. So without further ado, sit back, relax, listen to Coach Joe and me. It's about damn time. So, Joe, I don't I don't know who's more nervous, uh, me or you. <laughs> I'm, just trying I'm to always me. Out. It's me. Uh, it's well, me. See, well, see, you're nervous because this is your first podcast. Yes. I'm nervous because this is my first podcast in three months. It took me 20 minutes to do a sound check with you over here. So that's okay. That's life, right? Uh, that's how life works. Yeah. I, I hope this is not indicative of how the season <laughs> is going to be. Otherwise, it it's going to be a long, long season. It is I, not. It will be well. <laughs> we shall claim and declare that it will be well. Mm, see, look at you. Speak. I like the way you speak, girl. Words of affirmation. Come on now. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. Oh, it feels so good to say that once again. I am Jared Dam, and I am here. I always sit there and try to give a great introduction for the guests, but this this guest, y'all, this has a, she has a special place in my heart. She even know. She even know. <laughs> like I literally, I literally been keeping tabs on her for years. She even know the the wonderful, the talented, the oh so very smart. Javon wow. Brumfield, yes, wow. Coach Joe, aka wow. Coach Joe, yes, yes. Hello, hello, hello. Strong J, Strong J. Thank you for having me. All right, so how we normally kick this off if we do damn if you know, um, you know, something I might see on TikTok, something I might see on Instagram, a funny little story. I would like to tell a funny little story because I I want to talk about a story on how I met you. Oh. Do you okay. remember? I don't. That's scary. Oh, oh I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm love scared. It. We were on a trip to Baton Rouge for the FBLA State FBLA. Wow. <laughs> Future Business Leaders of America. Wow. That's like all the way back. Wow. Yeah, I don't even want to tell the year. I'm, I'm afraid to tell the year. Was, <laughs> wow. I, I remember the year, but I don't want to tell it. But it's, it, it was... It was a couple years back. Mm-hmm. A few, yeah. a few a years few. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, Giovanna and I did not go to the same school, but to 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 save on transportation and everything, she hopped in the, in, in the ride with us, and we rolled down for the state conference because, uh, you know, your boy had qualified for a state in current, current events. He was just pulling random facts <laughs> out of his ass, like, ba-bow, ba-bow, ba-bow. It was, you know, whatever. You know, I'm just saying. You know, yeah. and so we go, we go down, and I and it's I had no idea that you were coming. So the the van door opens, and they were like, "Yeah, somebody from you know, Cattle Magnet is gonna come in, you know, and, and ride with us." And I saw you, and I was like, "Oh, who is this? Oh my god!" <laughs> like, I, like I just like I like <laughs> melted, I like melted. But of course, I'm mad shy, even still now. But I was like super shy. I was like. I want to be smooth and say something to her, but I don't know what to say. And I just, and I, and I, and I'm luckily you didn't pay no attention to me because <laughs> I was staring at you trying to figure out what to say. And you just kind of kept bopping doing your thing. That sounds about right. That's me. I was lucky. I was lucky. I was lucky. And, uh, and then finally we got down to Baton Rouge and we had a, a meal at uh, my, my father's favorite restaurant, Hooters. <laughs> so here I am. Here I am, a seventeen-year-old a kid, sixteen, wow. probably sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah, because that was probably my senior year, I think. Yeah, that was your senior year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm a sixteen-year-old, sixteen, seventeen years old, something like that. And my first time in Hooters. <laughs> so of course, you want to look around like, oh, I mean, this, this is nice. This is real nice. Um, and then, but then you got this beautiful woman that you trying to muster up enough courage to talk to, so you can't look like a creep. So I'm just, I just sat here, just, just. Stu- <laughs> this is hilarious. 
Nobody remembers but me. Oh, man. I, that is not the story I would have expected you to tell. I, I don't remember that. But, hey. It, it stuck with me. I did compete in FBLA in accounting. That was back when I was, you know, going to be an accountant. Mm. See, I still don't know math. So, I I mean. And accounting is more about theory than it is about actual math because you Mm. use systems to do the calculations. It's truly understanding the theory and knowing how to enter the transactions and knowing the legislations and the regulations, all that good stuff. I don't have any theories either, Joe, so I'm, I'm still... Yeah. You you could do it. You could do yeah, it. I don't. I don't know. I don't 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 send me out with something that don't have no money. Like it's just <laughs> we're doing it in sense, and I'll do the theories. No, no. <laughs> Joe, you are a business coach, a phenomenal business coach, and um, so Thank first of all, you. talk about you know you know your your business, and you know, and uh, we'll you know we'll talk about you know delve into what exactly is a business coach, but I want you to, to kind of just. Tell the people about yourself and your business. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Javon Brumfield, also known as Coach Joe. I am the founder of Lanyap Business Services, and we are a boutique firm. And what I do is I work with entrepreneurs and small business owners, and I help them go from feeling overwhelmed and unsure to having clarity and really just helping them build their businesses, grow their businesses. Um, I also do some leadership development training. That's a whole other side of the business that we probably won't talk about today. Mm. But I do that as well. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in business management. My professional background for most of my career has been in human resources, but I've also worked in business administration and accounting as well. So I have a wide range of experience. I am also a licensed insurance agent. I've been a licensed insurance agent for almost seven years now. So I do a little bit of everything, which is why my business name is Landyap. Because when my clients work with me because of my experience, and I've worked in so many different industries, for-profits, non-profits, large companies, small companies, um, I've seen a little bit of everything. And then even my client base is so diverse in terms of the clients that I work with now. It just gives me a unique perspective. Um, I am a nerd, as Jared has alluded to, uh, (laughs) and proud of it. Fellow nerds! Uh, Come on. But I love researching. I love learning. Anytime I can learn more about a subject or a topic, even with my clients now, I may not know anything about their business, but I will jump into it head first and see how I can help them. So that's who I am. You know, and I just have a heart and the spirit of wanting to help people. Um, I can identify with so many people who, like me, have ideas and dreams and they want to see it come together, but they just don't know how. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about the journey of getting here. Mm-hmm. But the reality that I had to come to was I know a lot of things and there are people who need to know what I know. I've had the opportunity to sit in in set in settings and amongst people that many people won't get the opportunity to. And so I have knowledge that I've gleaned and there is something that I can add to other people's lives and journeys as entrepreneurs. So that's why I'm that's here. Talk, that's that's what I'm talking about, you know. Um and, and, and break down Lanyap for the people that's that's not okay. Louisiana because you if know you're we, not we listen to it like twenty five <laughs> countries or whatever you know yes, what I mean so yes. yeah not twenty five countries come on now put some respect I mean, on this name you know what I'm saying I mean I ain't, I ain't fast of all but I know a little oh. bit <laughs> humble brag you know what I mean all right so if you're not from Louisiana and even if you know you may know this but it's a term that we use here the word means a gift or a little something extra. And so I chose that name intentionally because, like I said, because my experience is so diverse, I'm not just a coach that knows one particular thing. I've worked in accounting, worked in HR, you know, seen the insurance side of things. And so I'm able to provide a unique perspective to each of my clients. And I also just have a God-given gift to be able to come up with unique ideas and strategies that most people don't think of for whatever reason. So that's why I chose that name because they're gonna get a little bit something extra. That's what I'm talking about. See, oh, I love the name. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. So, what makes a person want to wants to become a business coach? Like, you know, do you just either you kind of sit down and be like, you know what, I'm about to do this. I mean, I guess I could say the same thing about podcasting, but whatever. That's a different t- subject for a different time. But mm-hmm. what makes a person want to be a business coach? Well, you know, I'd say it depends on the person. 
And so one of the things that you'll see, and as we start to talk about how the trend, what the trends look like in today's landscape, you have a lot of people jumping out here to be a coach just for the sake of making money. Let's just be honest. You know, there's a space for it. People are looking for guidance and information. And so lots of people jump out here and want to be a coach. For me, it wasn't even my initial goal. That wasn't even the plan. I wasn't really? even intending to be a business coach. No, oh. my my heart and passion and goal was to own my own spa. So mm. a little known fact about me is I've studied massage therapy. I've studied aesthetics. And so I wanted to be a spa owner. That was my plan. I was I opened a spa. <laughs> wow. But throughout the years, because I've always been tied to business and because business has always paid the bills and I've always had a successful professional career, people have always called me for advice or assistance with different business matters. And so it was, you know, after the, the spy had happened and I wasn't really moving forward with that. And, you know, people kept saying to me, why don't you just help people with their businesses? And I was sitting there like, Mm. And what's weird about it is it's what I do naturally. And so it's this weird thing for for whatever reason in our minds, and this goes to talking about our beliefs and our mindsets, is we don't think to monetize the thing that comes naturally to us. We don't think to monetize that thing that is our gift, right? Mm. And so I've been in the place of loving business and entrepreneurship since I was a child. I used to sell candy and nachos and pickles on my mother's porch. You know, when I was in middle school, my mother was essentially my first business coach. She taught me how to go and buy a case of Snickers and calculate how much I needed to charge for them, how much I had to pay for them, how much profit I would receive. And this was how I bought my first Polaroid camera. Girl, you was the candy lady in, I was the candy in, in middle lady. school? Oh, yes. man. Yes. And the kids in the neighborhood would come. And I would get on the computer. We had a computer at home. We had the little dot matrix printer. Oh, yeah. Your ballers. Print- yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I used yeah. to print out my price list. Pickles were 50 cents. You know, you had your M&Ms, your Snickers. I made nachos. So I say all of that to say people get into this for different reasons. I think for me, it was just a calling. That was just what I was meant to do. And me having worked in human resources for so long, I already had a heart for people and for helping people. And like I said, people have called me for years with questions, for information, for guidance. And I finally, honestly, I finally opened myself up to it. And I finally accepted that this was what I was supposed to be doing. See, I I like that because as I'm sitting here listening to you talk about it, and I'm, yes, you when you have, have a gift, you... Most times you don't think to to monetize, and I and I feel I feel that so much, Joe, because I'm out I'm out here just randomly giving people advice on stuff like that. People come to me where, mm-hmm. where it's, it's business stuff or relationship stuff. Well, let me run this mm-hmm. past you. Or can yes. you read this and tell me what you think? And I'm yes. just like, sure, you know. And and it's even to this point now. Where I was talking to a friend because I, I I need some I need some help, so she's um, graciously um, going to volunteer to help me. Shout out to Vanessa. Um, thank you because. Lord knows I need it. Um, but um, as we were sitting there talking about it, and I was like, I was trying to think about the content and, you know, the, the videos that I've been doing lately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't know if that's my wheelhouse. She's like, that's absolutely your wheelhouse. You give great advice. You give great advice when you're not being, you're not preachy about it. You throw mm-hmm. jokes in there. It's well received. And that's what people love about you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. huh. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, and it's, it's one of those things as an HR professional, even right. People would always come to talk to me. They would be just, you know, people have always had this feeling of comfort. They'll come and talk to me. They'll open up. And so for me, it is natural. And so when I connect with my clients, it's really cool because they open up and we get to really dig into some things that really go beyond the the dotting the I's and crossing the T's of your business but really delving into your mindset and where you are and what are the barriers that are stopping you from executing this vision, from monetizing your gifts and your passions. Uh, But like I said, for me, that was not nowhere on my plan in life (laughs) was there become a business coach. It was truly, this was just the natural evolution um, based on what I was doing and how life was going. And I'll tell you, it really feels like I get up and I have fun all day. And so the cliche is true. My dad's been saying this to me for years, Joe. And this is where the Joe came from. Cause my dad's always called me Joe. He's like, Joe, 
if you find something you love, then it doesn't feel like work. And you hear people say that, right? But for whatever reason, you know, as a society, we believe that work has to be difficult. Work work yeah. is something that is, you know, that we have dreadful. to toil. Yes, yeah. it's dreadful. We toil mm-hmm. to work and make money. And you look at people who do things that they love and you think that that's something that's not attainable for you. Yeah, yeah. And I know for so many years, my dad would say that it just, it never computed. I knew that I had to go to work. I was a hard worker and I had never really found the thing, even though I love the spa industry, I got into it, but I knew I wasn't going to provide services. And what became very clear to me was what I really enjoyed about it was the building of the business. I enjoyed the intricacies of building that business. So it's just a natural thing for me. I like it. I like it. I mean, you know, look, I've been listening to you tell, tell wisdom from uh from um Daddy Brumfield for like years now. Like every, every, everything is like that. I, I remember There's lots of it. Yeah. He got he got a lot of it. I, I remember when you when you first told me, you know, back 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 on the FLA trip because I, I was like <laughs> we're trying to make up something. So I, hey, uh, Joe, Joe, can I can I call you Joe? You like my dad calls me Joe, and I was like I don't know. If that, that means I can't call you Joe, or I can't call you Joe. There's so. a, there have been a couple of people in life that have called me Joe since, but primarily my dad is the person that calls me Joe. And it it also is a nod to him because of the fact that he has been really pushing me into entrepreneurship my whole life. He, yeah. you know, this is a this is a tip for anybody. You have to have people around you that see something in you and believe in you, even when you don't see it, even when you don't believe it, you know, and for years he has been so frustrated with me. He was like, Joe, you know, too much. You're too talented. You should work for yourself. And, you know, in my mind, how am I going to do that? You know, how, how am I going to support myself? But the reality was he was onto something, you know, he, he really knew something that he saw in me, gave him the sense that I could do it and be successful at it. And so me being coach Joe is a nod to him. And I'm really happy that I finally got out of the way and brought this to life so that he can see me doing what he has known I was meant to do. See, I love that. That's, that's such a relatable story because, you know, my, my parents, um, they, they yell at me about, <laughs> I get, I get the, I get the speech every time I go home, Joe, like I, I get the speech where, you know, uh, my mama or Mike, they'll pull me aside and be like, you, you you so you don't realize how talented you are. Like you, you yes. still doubt yourself. I'm like, yes, I mean not kind of a little. I mean not really. Yeah, it's a real thing. Let me tell you something. My friend said something to me recently that really blew my mind, and I was like, "Friend, you're right." She was like, "It wasn't that we learned anything special. We didn't gain some special certification all of a sudden that allowed us to launch these businesses. We just finally started to believe." And so it really starts there. And so even when I'm talking to my clients, before we can talk about what your LLC should be and all these other things, we have to get to the place where you start to believe that it's possible, where I can show you, let me show you how this is possible for you. Because I can give you the most beautiful plan in the world. We can have a strategy session. I can give you all the advice and the guidance. If you don't believe it's possible, you're not going after it. You're not going to pursue it. You're not going to work at it because this life is going to require you to really put a lot of effort and energy into bringing your vision to life. And there are people that it takes, you know, it may take a year. (laughs) It may take two years of having these conversations and really doing the mindset work and the deep inner work to get to this place. It took me a long time. Yeah. And you're right about that. I mean, like, like for some reason, and I, you know, I, you know, I, and I just had my, you know, my my break where I was, I was, you know, part of the time I spent, you know, not recording. I was, I was, you know, seasonal depression. I was in the in a mm-hmm. funk. I was basically laying in bed We've the entire all been time. There. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't know for some reason, me coming out of that this time versus all the other times that happened. This this seemed like a cycle, but some reasons like. You should believe now, and like yes. it feel it feels different. So yes. it's right. Like when we had our first talk and, yeah. and talking about this, like you know that was that you know that that the talk we had and checking on my mindset and everything. I'm just like, I was like, you sure? You like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I believe. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. It, it ain't never been that easy to convince me on, on believing you know, in me. <laughs> everything is about timing. Timing yeah. is crucial, and. 
sometimes life has to happen and sometimes you have to get to a certain place and you have to have had certain experiences. And what I know to be true and why I'm so passionate about this right now is when the timing aligns, when everything divinely aligns for you, it's go time. And you've got to hit it and you've got to hit it hard. And if you do it, then everything else after that is so much easier, right? Because you're going to build the foundation. You're going to set the tone. You're going to create the thing, whatever that is, you're going to create the thing. And so I say to people all the time too, you have to get started. So when you have that unctioning, when, you know, as my friends say, the spirit doesn't scream, it whispers. When you hear that whisper, when you get that feeling, you have to move. And if you do, the clarity will come. You know, the all of the ideas you need will come. The opportunities will like doors are just opening right now. Like it is it is insane. Even having the opportunities to be on this podcast, do all of the things that I'm doing right now. It is amazing because a few months ago, well, you know, when we initially had the conversation about, hey, you should come on the podcast. I was like, yeah, uh huh, okay. <laughs> Yo, I had I had to twist her arm for this. Like, <laughs> look, I I'm a Taurus, so I, I I don't typically have patience, but I I but I felt this. I was like, no, this now nah, I need to have Joe on. So I'm just like, all right, just checking on you. Here's the schedule. But it was continue. time. But it was yeah, time. And yeah. when you circle back, I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time. Let's do it. And so when it's time, it's time. And you know, you innately know when it's time to go. You're right. You're right. All right. So I what I when I, you know, do my Google because I'm, you know, we nerds. I was like, <laughs> all right, let me let me ask a, a couple of questions that that, that people uh, want to normally ask a, a business coach. Okay. And, and so I want to ask you because I, I I'm just I'm nerdy and I'm interested in your answers. So so um, first question. So what's the uh, what's the ideal person? What's your mm. ideal client? What's the ideal person to work with? Maybe not so much of industry. Mm-hmm. But you know, so much is like you know the the attitude and in, in in their idea ideology, if you will. That is a great question. The ideal client is a person for me. Now, let's be clear: all coaches are not created equal, right? So everyone's perfectly aligned client is going to be different, right? But for me, the the perfectly aligned client is the person who doubts themselves, is the person who is like has doubted themselves. I'll say that, but is ready for a change. The person who's ready to do the work, the person who's ready to make an investment, but they just don't quite know what all they need to do. They have an idea, but they don't know how to bring it to life or they may already be in business. Right. And they just need some help. I don't know how to grow this. I don't know how to scale this. I don't know what to do next. The person who says I'm out here and I'm doing okay, but I need a business bestie. I need somebody to be in this with me, to support me, to guide me, to help me along the way. Right. Um, those are really the people that are, that are perfectly aligned. They want to do the work. They're open to listening. You know, you have, we're not going to waste time giving suggestions that you're just not going to follow. (laughs) That would be a waste of time and money. Um, but the person who's serious about it, who's serious about making a change in their life. And even if they're afraid, they're willing to do it afraid to do it anyway. And they're looking for somebody to lock arms with them and be like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do this. I don't know what to do, but I'm willing to invest in it. I'm willing to honor what you bring to the table and make this investment. And I believe that you're going to make an investment in me and together we're going to achieve great things. I like that. And I I like, I like that that's your ideal client. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you can relate to that just yes. just based off your story. So you you know the things to say and you know to, to have patience. Mm-hmm. That's why that's 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 what I love about you in, in our talks. You know when to have patience with me. Like I know we I we had we had a whole space where we hadn't talked in a while. Mm-hmm. But you you know me enough to know like <laughs> all right, Jared, I'm gonna be patient with you. I know you're trying to work through it. I know you're trying to work through it. And, but then you call me out on my bullshit. Sorry, Daddy <laughs> Rumfield. But then you call me out on my bullshit when I when I give you yeah. But you gotta so you, I, you gotta know it's, but that that's the gift, right? Yeah. And yeah. so I've been having that conversation with people recently about the fact that that whole piece of communication and being emotionally intelligent you know, mm-hmm. enough to gauge when to push, when to be supportive, right? Because as a coach, you have to understand people. Right. And so True. just because you're good in a particular field or an industry doesn't mean you're going to be a great coach. Exactly. 
And you can be a great, great coach and not understand their particular field or industry. I can remember being a young executive when I was working in the gaming industry and I had the opportunity to have a promotion. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I could take that on. I don't know about this. And there was a gentleman who was a vice president. He walked into my office and he was like, Javon, if you can manage people, you can manage anything. And so that's the same concept here. If you understand people, then you understand when to push. You understand when to take a step back and, and really put yourself in their shoes. And because I've lived it and I've walked it, mm-hmm. I know exactly what it feels like. I know exactly. what it feels like when you're doubting yourself. I know what it feels like when you're unsure and you're afraid, but you know you kind of need to take that step and you just need somebody to validate you. and be like, all right, it's time, go. Um, because not everybody can do that. You know, some people push too much or too little. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, I think that is truly, it's a gift and it, it's a part of just knowing how to connect with people. And, and, no, and, and knowing the importance of, to pushing people out of their comfort zone. And that was, yes. that was kind of alluding to my next thing. Like, because, because guess in order to grow is you're going to be uncomfortable, but if mm-hmm. you go that extreme, you know, off, off the rip, most people won't be able to sit there and, 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 right. and take that. So you, you, you got your hand on a, on a throttle, you know, when to go <laughs> to really gun it and you know when to pull back. And, and, and that's why, um, I think you, you make such a great coach because Thank you're, you. you're, you're, you're able to just, you know, get a feel of a person, yeah, and talk to the person, and, and then and then go from there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of people ain't doing that, Joe. I'm just trying to tell you. Well, you and it's I mean? just you know, it's again, it's no different than what we do in human resources, and maybe that's the difference because I worked in human resources. But even mm-hmm. when you talk about employees, you have to get to know the person. Mm-hmm. Who are they? What makes them tick? Why are they here? What are their motivations? What are their strengths? What are their challenges? What's going on in their life? Right. When you know who you're dealing with, then you can customize your experience with them and how you deal with them to get results. And that has proven to be, you know, beneficial to me throughout my career. And so it just makes it a natural uh, flow going into being a coach. You got it. You flowing, girl. You flowing. <laughs> you flowing. All right. I, I do want to ask you um, a couple a couple more. Um, okay. What is your definition of success? Now, I'm going to ask this full <laughs> disclosure. I, I've, I've been in therapy for a long time. <laughs> and every time I'm sitting, I'm sitting on that couch, and I'm going off about how I'm frustrated, how like life ain't moving, like how I want to be moving and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and, and she used to stop me every time and be like, well, Jerry, what's your definition of success? And I'd be like, why are you answering that question? You know I don't know the answer. Like, you know I'm mad. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Well, you know, for me, at this point in life, because I've had some life experience at this point, and so uh, that has changed tremendously because if you'd asked me this question when I was much younger, and you can tell, I was very much driven by professional success and financial success and things like that. But right now, my definition of success and my mantra right now is to create a life that I love. So for me to be successful is to live a life that is pleasing to me, regardless of what anybody else feels about it, thinks about it, whatever, right, is to be authentically and unapologetically me and to have time freedom, financial freedom, to be a wonderful mother and raise my daughters to be the best and even better than me and to really make an impact on people, right? Like those are the things to me that define success. If I'm able to do those things, then life is good. I might have to steal that answer. Hey, listen. Mark this down. Go ahead. I, I, don't, I still don't, I still don't have mine, so I'm gonna just steal yours. <laughs> look, look, I've been stealing, I've been stealing stuff for like, like the last two weeks anyway. Like I, I got know, this off the rip. Don't been, be, don't be mad about that. This is what I said about 2022. This is the year that we are not wasting time. Mm-hmm. toiling in our brains trying to figure things out, right? So if you can find a template or a guide or a course or a coach, my mood for 2022 is to go find the people that can help me. Let my helpers find me. Let me find them. Mm-hmm. I'm not spending time trying to stress myself, trying to figure things out on my own this year. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still in everything. <laughs> I, I stole... 
I just told I just told one of my friends that she does videos on on IG. Mm-hmm. And it, she's so hilarious. So Tamara, if you listen, shout out to Tamara. But Tamara, like, she'll have a camera on, she'll be talking, and then she'll bring a close up in of herself, and she just go, <laughs> and it, it's hilarious while she's telling the story. And so I'm like, I watch the videos like all the time, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so first video I do, bring it in, like, <laughs> like you gotta I, ain't, it. I ain't do it right though. I told, her. but at least yeah. I tagged her in it and told her that I stole it from her. So there you know. You go. There and I put go. it in the comments, so I'm giving I'm giving credit, I, but I just I stole it and I didn't do it that that, that well. Yes, all. but that's what uh, success looks like to me right now. I mean, and that, no, that, that's that's good, and I and I like your answer that it's ever changing. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like like what it, what it was when you were there and in, in, in the game industry and doing that is is much different than than what it is now, and because life happened, mm-hmm. life life yeah. happened, and, and it shaped it shaped things. Hopefully you learn something from it, right? Like they say, I don't lose, <laughs> you know, either I win or I learn. So hopefully you learn something. And the whole point for me is always continuous improvement. You always mm-hmm. want to be getting better. You always want to be learning and evolving. I don't like to stay stagnant. I don't like for the people around me to be stagnant. If you're in my circle, I'm going to push you. <laughs> so the reality is, you know, we're always changing and growing or we should be. I mean, I, I hear you, Joe. I mean, you know, like, see, y'all ain't seeing this, but but, but as as she's giving these eloquent answers, because she's such an eloquent speaker, and, while, and as she's giving these answers, she she giving me the look like, you know, see, that's the same look she gave me when I asked her, I was talking to her about me trying to go, you know, out for my nine to five. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I I got like a, like a two, three year plan. She just gave me that look like, Jerry. I was like, oh, okay. All right. You, you know, know, your plan was just unrealistic. I'm sorry. It just because here's the thing. To to your to your parents' point, you have too much talent. You have too much talent. Like, no, no, we're not doing two, three years. We're we're doing it this year. Okay. All right, Joe. Okay. All right, Joe. All right cool. You, you see how that works? See, that's a gentle push. It's gentle. It is. It is. And and, and I'm going. I'm scared. Yeah. But I'm going. I'm do going. it do it afraid. Do it anyway. Oh. I, I I literally do everything afraid. <laughs> everything. Scared of everything. Anyway, uh, last one uh, for th- this particular part of the, uh, of this great conversation we're having with Javon Brumfield. Um, this is Coach, a.k.a. Coach Joe. Follow her on IG at Coach Joe. Yes. Um, J-E-A-U-X. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta spell it the Louisiana way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, from, we from the boot, y'all. So, y'all, mm-hmm. we... Yeah, yeah, we got we got to represent, but Joe. So, why should people get a business coach? Like, if, if, you know, like why? Like, what's what's what is the main reason why people should get a business coach? The main reason I saw. Oh, you know, I shared a post today that says you need a therapist for your past and you need a coach for your future, and so people should get a coach. I have a coach. And I tell people all the time, your coach should have a coach. Let's be clear, Mm -hmm. because we can all learn and grow from each other. Right. But you need a coach because there's someone who knows things that you don't know. And you should not be trying to go at this alone. It's the idea that you should have some level of support and guidance and you need a team around you. Right. And so not to get too deep into behavioral styles and things like that. But we all have certain strengths. We also have weaknesses. And so we need to have people around us that support us in ways that we're not as strong in. And so, yes, you can start a business and you can have it running on your own, but you're better served to have someone that can help guide you, who can help give you some strategic vision, who can help you navigate some things that you don't even like. You don't know what you don't know. Like I speak to clients and there are things that, that I'm talking to them about. They have no idea. They've never heard of it. And that's why you need a coach. You need someone to open your eyes to what's possible. And you need someone outside of you that can give you that objective view. So even when I'm speaking with my coach, with all the things that I know, she looks at my things and goes, mm, no, adjust that, change that. Mm, maybe you should tweak this. Because she has a different level of experience than I have, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just the old adage that there's someone else that has a skill set that you don't have. No different than why 
professional teams, you know, sports teams have coaches. Right. You know, someone right. someone has to have the strategy. Someone has to have the vision. Someone has to rally them together to work together so that all these things work together to benefit them because the athletes are talented in their own right. Yeah. But they have a coach to guide them. And that's what the coach is for, to guide you, to support you, um, to be your eyes and ears on, you know, things that you really don't have time to worry about. I do research on things that my clients want to do. I make life easier for them. If you tell me this is my new initiative or this is something new that I want to try, then I'm out there researching it for you. And then I'm taking that research and adding my experience to it. And I'm giving you a tangible strategy and saying, hey, go execute this. It saves you time even. Mm-hmm. Because now you're not spending your wheels trying to figure it out on your own, right? That's that's Coach Joe giving you a little something extra, <laughs> a little something extra. Mm-hmm. I'm tie it back in, you know. Yeah, I know some words and stuff. All right, so <laughs> we're gonna take a break, Joe, and okay. and and when we come back, I want to kind of get into um, the Great Resignation, and I and okay. and I want to talk about the story that you told me that, that that inspired me to start investing in myself. So it's okay. about damn time when we come back from break. Coach Joe. Do you remember waking up on Saturday mornings to mom cleaning the house? Luther Vandross blasting in the background? The smell of lemon and fresh linen? Yeah, we've all been there. The nostalgia of our youth is bottled in one candle. The Lemon Touch Signature Candle, A Beautiful Day. Curated by Simply Beat Candle Company, Beautiful Day begins with calming cotton blossom and a touch of lemon. Add a hint of vanilla with citrusy brisk musk to finish off this super fresh scent. You can purchase your candle today at Simply Bee, that's B-E, CandleCo.com. Free shipping available for orders of $75 or more. Handmade with love in South Carolina. We all deserve a beautiful day. All right, and we're back. It's about damn time. I'm speaking to Coach Joe. Um, and, and we want to kind of get into, like, you know, this this incredible story. But first, I want to I wanna talk about, um, as we talked about before, with the why people are, are starting to feel a little bit more comfortable about, mm-hmm. you know, getting business coaches and starting their own business. And, and it's it's a trend. It's something that's just that's just it's taken over. Started like early of early last year. The the, mm-hmm. the great resignation or the big quit, as I just yes. learned today. The big quit. <laughs> yes. Um. So talk about from your perspective what you know how you've seen things in, in that regard and, and why why people are kind of just tired of of being where they are and 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 basically willing to bet on themselves. You know, I really think this was beginning even before the pandemic as a human resources professional, one of the things that we saw was this growing focus on employee engagement, you know, employee retention that was growing focus on catering to the employees as a whole, their whole being. And so you saw companies like Google and Apple doing all these unique and innovative things to make people want to work for them, right? And to make them want to stay engaged and want them to be their best creative selves. The other piece of that is that your baby boomers are retiring or dying. And so now you bring in some new generations who function very differently from generations of the past. And so the younger generations, they want their rewards. They want it now. They don't want to wait. They're not going to work on your job 20 years to get it. They don't want to sit and, you know, be pacified and say, I have to wait for promotion. They want it now. And so you take that type of mindset and you couple that with a, a true worldwide pandemic, right? Where people are forced to think about life differently. And so, so many people were at home. And so for the first time, a lot of people got a chance to slow down. And when they did, they started to think about, right? So you start thinking about, they they say you caught in the matrix, right? You start to think about what does that really look like? And is that the life that I really want? Is that truly fitting for me? And so because the world also has evolved from a technological standpoint, now you have all these things that are virtual. And so it was just the perfect storm. It is the perfect storm. And so now people are looking at things differently and going, I want to enjoy my life. I want to work from wherever I want. I want to make a good living and not work a lot. 
right? That's pretty much the mindset. And so now you have this emergence of people who want to become business owners and they need support. And so the, the growing theme right now is to monetize your intellectual capital. Whatever you know, sell it. That's what people are doing. And that's why you see what you see. Literally, as I'm out researching things daily, whatever it is you need to know, someone's out there selling it. And so, you know, find your niche. You know, they say the riches are in the niches. Find your niche and work it, you know, because there's someone out there. There's an audience somewhere that needs that information or that's looking for it and will pay you well to have it. And so I just think that it's been the perfect storm when you think about the generations changing, when you think about the pandemic, when you think about the use of technology, I think that people are just starting to think about life differently and they want something different out of it. I, that that makes a lot of sense. And, and it kind of correlates to some of the stuff, the research that I, I saw um, prior to us recording. It was like, you know, why do employees leave? And I, and mm-hmm. I got this from like Inc.com. They had like some of the top five reasons. One um, one of those was toxic culture. Yes. Uh, two was uh, job insecurity and reorganization. Mm-hmm. Three was you know high levels of innovation. Mm-hmm. Four um, failure to recognize performance. And yes. five the the poor response to COVID. Mm-hmm. And so not that I just set you up just to be like a super genius. You, I basically just <laughs> asked you the question. You nailed all those things in, in, in the statement. Good, good. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, good. But you know, it's just the thing. And like I said, having worked in HR for so long, there was such a focus before I transitioned out of HR, which was a couple of years ago. Even as late as a couple of years ago, the focus was on how do we retain people? How do we change our workplace culture? You know, and even now, like the the course that I'm I'm working on creating a signature course, um, and that's what it's all about is trying to help employers do that because this employment landscape is about to get even more difficult because people are choosing to start their own businesses. People are choosing to walk away from their traditional nine to fives and find other ways to support themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this earlier because, you know, somebody trying to give me a push to to do it. Come on now. Come on now. December, 2022. So scared. You heard it here uh, first. You heard it here first. Uh, oh, so you'll have to have me back on when it happens. Oh, it's gonna be a celebration. I mean, it's gonna. <laughs> it's gonna we celebrate like yes. wherever you want to go to for the <laughs> girl. Going. We going. We like, have a party. It's a party. Yeah, we had a party. So I, I think one of the things though that, like I said, this, you told me the story about you and. Some 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 of the stuff is like it's great resignation and the big quit is, is people just deciding to do that mm-hmm. and it, and it's and it's some some is like almost like uh I, I it's like a little bird being at the nest and the mother kind of just giving her that, that little nudge because mm-hmm. they know you can fly but yeah. it's time to time to fly and you told me this story about how you where you were you were previously working you know in a place as is you know it's as late as. What, October of last year? Yes. So kind of break that break that down for the listeners. Talk to us about that. Because that, that, that's inspiring that you had to almost take a leap of faith and, and then to see where you are now and yeah. how you have progressed. It it has been an amazing journey. And that to tie into what we said earlier, when it's time, it's time. And so, like I said, for years, my parents have been pushing me. My friends have been pushing me. Like, you need to do this. You need to step out into the space. And I was afraid. I'm going to just be very honest with you. I was afraid. I doubted myself, you know. And so literally it was crazy because, you know, people would have conversations with me and go, oh, my goodness, it seems like you've been doing this forever. And I go, really? <laughs> really? Did that help you? OK, yeah. good. Um, and so finally, you know, one of my friends who has been very supportive, she said to me one day, she was like, listen, we're going to start to build our things for your business. And I was like, mm, OK. So literally after work once a week. We started creating different pieces of collateral. Like, okay, what do you want this to look like? How do you want this to look? Okay, we're going to build out a sample website. You should start a social media page. Like, all of these small steps. And so we started doing that. But I still was not sold like, okay, I'm ready to get out here. And so at some point, though, it became very clear to me 
God was like, it's time. I was literally getting out of my car to go into work one day and it was just like, it's time. And here's what I'll say to people. You know for sure when it's time because you continue to be uncomfortable until you move. And so I dismissed it and I was like, nope, I got to have this job because I know I'll get paid every two weeks and I've got children to support. And what if this doesn't work? And let's also talk about the fact that I've tried other things before (laughs) and those ventures failed miserably. So, you know, so then you have this trauma and PTSD, like what if it's like before and it doesn't work? What am I going to do? And so I was still dragging my feet, (laughs) but I wasn't happy. And so at some point, I had a conversation with my boss who was like, listen, you really should consider becoming a business coach. She's like, this is what you do naturally. This is essentially what you're doing for me. You really should try this. And I'm thinking, okay. And she was like, listen, you know, it's been confirmed for me. I've been in prayer about it. And I'm like, okay. And so finally we decide, you know what? I'm going to drop down to a part-time status. And I received a phone call from a friend who's like, hey, I have a client, his wife needs some support. You're the only person I could think of that could provide high level support. Would you be interested? I'm thinking, Mm. okay, cool. This will be a way for me to kind of start to, you know, get my feet wet and get out here. So I start working with this client. I get another phone call about something else. I pick up another client. So I'm working part-time at my job. Got a couple of clients on the side. I'm thinking, okay, cool. My plan was (laughs) I'm going to transition out of my job by the end of the year. And at the top of 2022, I'm pushing forward to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to do my own thing. And so that worked for about three months. And so one day in October, and so by this time again, what I'm realizing on the days when I'm not in the office working and I'm working my clients is I'm really enjoying myself. And there's a level of freedom in doing that. And I like that a lot better than being in office. So three months in, one day my boss calls me in and she's asking me about some things. And she's like, why didn't this happen? And why why hasn't this happened? And it wasn't in a nasty or negative, like I just had nothing else to give. And I was just like, if this is not working, then just maybe you just have to find somebody else to do it for you. Because I was just at the place where it's like, I'm kind of over it at this point. And so she's like, what do you mean? You can't say that. Like, what are you talking about? So I go home that day. So she calls me the next morning. And she goes, hey, listen, um, I know that your heart's in the right place. I know that you really want to see me win. But I think that perhaps we have transitioned from being employer-employee to being businesswoman and businesswoman. And so why don't you put together a proposal of what it would look like for you to be a contractor and me become a client of yours. And so literally, literally overnight, I went from being an employee to a full-time entrepreneur. And so at that point I had her as a client. I had the other clients I'd already been working on and I'm like, okay. And then I'd received a phone call from an old supervisor who worked at a large university. And she's like, Hey, would you be willing to do some professional development training? Of course I would. So now I've also got a contract, a corporate contract with a major university. And so I'm crunching the numbers. You know me. I got my spreadsheet and got my numbers going. Account, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. crunch my numbers. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've replaced my salary. Like, I've, mm-hmm. I've replaced my salary. And so that's when it was just like, it was real. Mm-hmm. And so from there, it, it it's just been go time. And so that literally was the beginning of October. Now, what I will tell you, (laughs) and I tell people to prepare for, once you make the decision, once you take the step, all hell is about to break loose. You need to just go ahead and be prepared for that. It's not going to necessarily be a smooth ride. And if it is, I think that's wonderful. But I feel personally as if things happen to see how bad you want it. Because it's very easy to be like, well, you know what? I'm going to have to just go back and give me a job. But, you know, and there's a fear factor, like we talked about, you know, it's all on me. (laughs) It's all on me. But at the same time, the opportunity that's there, like my friends and I talk about this now, we're literally creating money out of thin air. It's like, how much money do you need to make? Cool. Let's figure out how we're going to do that. 
And so the opportunity that exists is just immense and endless. And you can create whatever you want to create. However much money you need to make, you can make. Now, will it take some work? Yes. Do you need support? Yes. But it's possible. That's such a great story. Oh, thank it's, you. It's like it's, <laughs> it's like what you said about when it's, when it's the right time, it's the right time. Yes. And and that's that's literally what happened to you. And um, I wasn't ready though. Don't don't yeah. don't get it twisted. In my mind, this was not the right time. Like, hold on, I'm not ready yet. I said the end of the year. <laughs> um, and then in the midst right. of that, I had to move. I had this huge presentation to do with this university. This was my first session with them, you know, so I need to deliver. I need to make this, you know, a good thing. There was a lot going on during that time. And so it was crazy. It's been chaotic and crazy since then. But I'll tell you, it's been incredible highs and incredible lows. But would I do it all over again? Absolutely. So how do you, how do you deal with that? Because I think, I think that, that's the, a, a true human emotion. Like mm-hmm. you make that big jump. It's like you say it, uh, all hell breaks loose. Yes. Once, once you make that jump. And so it do have you question yourself. I remember for me just moving out here to, to Atlanta, I, I moved, I moved out here and, and after a couple of weeks and, and my, my car <laughs> broke down and everything, I was, I was like, are they still hiring at you as a support? Yes. Cause I can come back. <laughs> and you know what? It is so real. It is so real. And so one, the thing is, this is where support, plays a huge part and not just anybody you have to have people in your circle that understand one of the things that I find as I'm speaking to people these days is they go oh my goodness I don't have anybody I can talk to about this nobody really gets it nobody really knows what I'm going through nobody understands people think I'm crazy right mm-hmm. you have to have people in your circle now I am blessed I will not dispute that and I have a friend who is willing to jump with me like let's take the leap where we going um as I was telling you on the break she's like you be Oprah I'm gonna be Gail like let's go do it you know right right right. everybody doesn't have that you know and so what we're trying to create is a sense of community for people for that exact reason and so we actually became admins of a Facebook group for women entrepreneurs and so we're trying to create that and the other thing that we do is like we went live recently on our uh, combined page to mama's collab at the number two mama's collab follow us on instagram and facebook and mm. so we are going live to talk about the realities of entrepreneurship because so many people are out here showing you the big money you can make and so many people are out here showing you oh i made a million i took my stimulus check and made a million dollars or you know i'm i'm making seven figures and that's all well and good but what about the person who's trying to scale to ten thousand a month what about the person who's trying to scale just to leave their nine to five and be a full-time entrepreneur you know what does that journey look like what do they need in terms of support to know keep going when your car breaks down keep my car broke down during that time too i'm on the side of the road in the car like you know it's bringing the reality and so what we're trying to create is a sense of community for people to understand that this life is possible it's not easy but you know let us let us help you along and give you what's real and give you that support and then maybe once you talk it out you feel better you get back on the horse and you try it again. Yeah, and and I love that, and I, and I love that you um, are helping people make that leap. Yeah, and that, and that was one of the things I, I wanted to, to talk about because I'm like, hell me. I mean, I <laughs> look, I I get in my way, my own way, so much, and, and then just it it was just having that conversation where like I I remember getting off off of Zoom and I was just like. <laughs> Alright, we about to do this shit. Like it's, it's happening. Like yes. I start I start walking around pacing trying to get my ten thousand steps. I'm like I'm just I'm jotting stuff in my phone. Like, alright, we about to do this shit. Like this, this here we go. And look and, um, you're doing that yeah. to me while my brain is going nonstop. Here's some ideas. Oh, we could try this, and we could do this. Yeah. You know, we but here's the thing. It's not for everybody. And I've learned that very quickly, especially recently, right? Everybody that says they want it, they're not ready yet. You know, you have to be willing to really make a big mindset shift and have the audacity to believe. As I said to you the other day, you have to have the audacity to believe 
that something that seems absolutely crazy to most people is possible. Mm. And it's just like just having belief and faith. And if you have those things, we can build from there. But there are people who are so afraid and so stuck and paralyzed by that fear that they can't move. They won't move. Yeah. No, I I, I know a couple people like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, just talked to them recently. I'm just like, you you gotta just go out there, just do it. You, you, it's never gonna be all the way perfect. Just, just never. It it, it yeah. never will. But that's the benefit of having a coach, honestly, because if if you're especially if you're in that situation where you're making the leap, having someone sit down with you and go, okay, here's the step one. You know, this is what we're going to focus on next. Okay, here's and then as you see it start to happen, you'll naturally kind of take that ball and start to run with it yourself. Um, I know even for me, <laughs> getting my own coach, right? Because at this point, I'm like, I'm out here on my own. I'm going to need to figure this out and I'm going to need to figure it out quickly. I don't have time to wait. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty smart. I like to research. I'll eventually figure it out, but I don't have time for that. And so, um, I took her a course that she did and it was so funny. She makes her pitch at the end of it and I go, Oh, I don't have that kind of money. Let me just go ahead and log off. I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll see y'all on the class tomorrow. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and I sat there that night. And I literally had a conversation with myself and I said to myself what I have said to many other people (laughs) over the course of my career. And I was like, you're saying you can't afford it, but you really can't afford not to. Because if, if, if you've got somebody who's gone before you and has already done the things that you're trying to do and they're going to give you the game. Is that not worth you making a sacrifice? Yes, it's a financial sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. Let's be clear, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But is it not worth that sacrifice? Because guess what? You're going to have a return on that investment. If I invest this money in my coach based on the things that she's going to teach me, the guidance that she's going to give me, I'm going to have a return on that money several times over. And so, yes, it's a short-term pain for a long-term gain. And so you have to be a person that's going to look at what is the long-term perspective on this. You know, we, you know, and then here's the other thing. We make all kinds of excuses. My mama, one thing, you talk about my daddy, but my mama got some good one-liners, let me tell you. My mama's like, listen, people pay for what they want. True. People pay for what they want. If you want it bad enough, you're going to pay for it. Case in point, I wanted this coach. I'm paying for it. And so when I think about all the other things that I could have been spending that money on that I kept telling myself I couldn't afford, no, it just wasn't important enough, right? And uh, one of the things that my mother said that was probably most monumental in really starting to shift my mindset, and I think a lot of people need to hear this, and I say this to people all the time now, thank you, mama, is you act like you don't have options. And we have got to stop functioning as if there's only one way to do this, as if having a job and going to a nine to five and being off two days a week and getting your one week of vacation a year, maybe you get two or three. We've got to stop acting as if that's the only option. This life can look however you want it to look. When you decide what that definition of success is, whatever it is for you, it can look just that way. Living, Living life without fear. Yeah. I'm trying to put five carrots in my baby girl ear. Come on now. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm not buying my baby no five carrots, sorry. She ain't I'm just I'm just <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but but for, for Joe, those those who are willing to take take the leap, I want you to take them to school, damn university time. So I'm gonna ask you this, business coach. Okay. Pro- professional experience, you know what I'm saying? You, you've you done it all, you ain't seen it all, you know? You always give people a little something extra. <laughs> so my, my question to you is this, for Damn University, name three things for beginning entrepreneurs uh, that they need in order to get started. Okay, three things. One, belief. Mm. Have the audacity to believe. Have faith in something that you can't see. Two, Find some support. Find, as they say, find your people. Find your village. Find some support. 
And the third thing is be willing to invest not just money, but also time, you know, put the blood, sweat and tears. And there are nights I'm up at ridiculous hours, fall asleep, get up, take the kids to school and I'm back at it. You know, over the Christmas holidays, everybody's like, oh, I'm chilling this Christmas break. Hey, I got to grind. I got to put this plan in place because I need to have some things ready to go before January. Because, hey, I've done my cash flow analysis. I know when the bills are coming. I got to be prepared for that. Um, So I think belief, one, just believe that something is possible. You don't have to be totally free. (laughs) You don't have to be unafraid. Notice I didn't say be unafraid. I said believe. Just believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Find you some support. Find you a support network because you're going to need them for for all of us. There are days when you're like, you know what? This is for the birds. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. Why did I decide to do this again? I, I literally said that this week. Like, why did I say I wanted to do this again? And then invest. Be willing to put forth time and money to help you get to where you want to go. And notice, I said nothing about filing the LLC. I said nothing about a business bank. Because guess what? All of those things are easy to execute. Those are action items. We can, anybody can execute those. I can tell you, hey, we need to file your LLC and we need to get you a business bank account and we need to set up your business credit profile and, you know, we need to get you this certification. That's the easy part. Right. But to get started, believe, find you some support, and be willing to invest in yourself. Mm. I like the Coach Joe dropping jewels uh, on y'all. I love it. Joe, I, I appreciate you for coming out and being a part of this about damn you. time. You know? Thank you for having me. But before we go, you got to tell everybody where they can find you. Right? Ooh, okay. Shout yourself out. All right. So if you're looking for me, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok at... Mm. Coach Joe, C-O-A-C-H-J-E-A-U-X. My website is www.coachjoe.com. And so I look forward to connecting with you. I look forward to hearing from you. You know, comment on a post. Let's engage in the DMs. Schedule you a discovery call if you want to just talk about it and see how to get started. You know, if you have an idea that you need to flesh out, book your strategy session. See, that girl, that, that girl know how to sell her <laughs> That girl be spitting. You selling that girl? I'm sign me up. up. Sign me up. Sign me up. I I I I love this. So um, everything's gonna be in the show notes. Okay. I mean, she already nailed it, but everything's gonna be in the show notes. So if y'all listening right now, y'all like, yeah, you nodding your head like (laughs) I was nodding my head when she was talking to me. Just go on down to the show notes, click on it, follow everything. It's about damn time. Joe, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This was my very first podcast, and I am so grateful and excited that this was my first one. And so I cannot wait to see what your success will be this year. And so Mm. we'll be back to celebrate. Somebody go hold me accountable. Amen. Okay. It's about their time. Thank you for joining me this week on this About Damn Time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG, and join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.